Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. And you know, when I was a kid, my grandmother used to tell me a story. And she told this story really all <laughs> Gather around the fire, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncle Murphy's going to tell us a story. Well, and she would tell me a story that it finally has been verified in the history books. Yeah, it's this not, is a cool. It's not that I ever questioned this, circle. but it was just, it's kind of crazy because my grandmother's been gone now for 10 years. I wish I could say, you were right. But anyway. Well, it's um, not like you ever said, nah. No. You're lying, Grandma. You smiled and, yeah. Yeah. So, and let me just explain, you know, this part of the story first. So my grandfather, who passed away when I was very young, his parents, he was actually orphaned as a child. Mm -hmm. Um, When he was four years old, his Mm. dad passed away. And this was in 1916 that his dad died. And his mom died two years later. My great grandmother, that would be right. Yeah. No, yeah. my yeah, my great grandmother. Yes. That's the question. Yes, because Skipper was, was your grandfather. Correct. So this would have been and your great grandmother. So she died two years later in nineteen eighteen and she was twenty seven years old. He was pretty young too. They both died mm-hmm. in their twenties. Mm-hmm. And uh so my grandmother would tell me the story uh, about how she passed on and it was about the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you know, there's been a whole lot circulating on different websites lately where you see these old black and white photos of people in masks. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I don't ever remember learning that in school. Maybe I just didn't connect. You know what I mean? Because no, it's the something first time I saw that one of those pictures, recently, I don't remember seeing them like, either. Oh, so yeah, this has been done before. Yeah, right. So my uh, what my grandmother used to tell the story was that when the Spanish flu came through. You know, she got sick. There were no antibiotics at that time. So if you got pneumonia, it was really tough to survive that. And in fact, many people didn't. So uh, anyway, and they're, they're happy. <laughs> knows how to tell a story. <laughs> there are happier parts to this story. <laughs> a lot of people Up and die. down, kids. But, but she, was, she said that, you know, she, she got ill Spanish flu. And at that time, she had been, she was kind of like that version of the USO at that time, inter- entertaining troops. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. And, that, and Which I always thought was cool. It's like, okay, great. That's the story. And through my entire life, never really thought about that until everybody started making comparisons of COVID-19 to the Spanish, Spanish flu. flu. So on history.com, I just really became fascinated with this the other day because it was explained, the reason it was called the Spanish flu, they don't know the true origins of the name Spanish flu other than the fact that it was World War One. Yeah. It was still in progress. And during that time period... The Americans and England, the English and French, all of the allies basically kept that headline buried for you know, they, it, censored censorship because the war effort was going on. They didn't want anything that was demoralizing or distracting or mm. anything like that. So Spain was a neutral country. I didn't remember that from my history lesson, but I probably should have. Um, and, and so because they were neutral, their media did report the flu and uh, this, this flu that was beginning to spread worldwide. And so they believed that that's why. Not a good name yeah. for it based it's on not, the other ones that reported it, but not, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so because they didn't necessarily originate from there, but where they do think that the spread occurred was because of World War I troops. Right. Being, you know, different countries, you know, back and forth. So in the first wave um, in 1917, the first wave of Spanish flu that came through, it was... They isolated it to you know some some military troops that had come back, I, and so the war effort's still going on. That's where it's it started, and then I guess everything subsided by mid nineteen eighteen or something like that. And then the second wave came through, 
And the second wave was worse than the first, mainly because World War One by then had ended. Yeah. And Everybody all of the home. troops came home, mm-hmm. right? And, and so, what did they come home yeah. with? Right. And, Some of them. And, and it peaked in October of 1918, which, as I was doing the genealogy, is exactly the month that my great-grandmother, Susie was her name, mm-hmm. she passed away. And... Um, I don't know why that was a weird kind of a full circle, strange moment. Because you're it, reading a historical account of what before was a, a grandmother story. And that occurred in my So the family. fact and the feeling met. Yeah. To me, that's what that is. Yeah. So, reading a fact I, is one thing, but then having someone that you loved, knew, mm-hmm. tell you that, it's different. When my papa tells me old stories... I, you know, whenever I connect the dots historically, it's it's interesting. The genealogy, when I was doing that, it's the same thing. Because grandma would always tell you these stories, and it's like, mm, family yeah. stories. And then you go and <laughs> do the research and get the birth certificates and death certificates, and it's like, right. wow, she, she was... See, I've never done that with any of my grandparents' stories. I've never went, hmm, okay, thanks. Like, well, I don't, I don't, I've never doubted anybody. Are you oh, saying I, you, I, No, I didn't, I didn't doubt, I didn't doubt my grandmother at all. It was just weird that a story that I've heard forever, oh. that I only heard in passing. I mean, why, why was there any reason for me to dig deep into the Spanish flu? There wasn't, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I love history, but I'm not a, an avid historian, so I wouldn't have known that. It was just weird that it all came together and connected. Because yeah. what happened is when I read that, I'm like, well, you know what? I think my great-grandmother died that same year. I remember my grandmother telling me that story. And so as I started to look it up and, and Googling it, it was just crazy that it came together. Yeah. And I, I did tell the girls that story because, you know, if if you don't write it down or you don't say it, that the story pretty much ends there, right? Yeah. I mean, true. it's not. it wouldn't be known it's true. otherwise. And, um, and then the other things I just thought were interesting – parallels which was the reason the history channel was doing the story that you know the best way to prevent it was distancing they didn't call it at that time um you know wearing masks and lots of hand washing and then you know, other mm-hmm. things like that but they didn't have antibiotics or other ways to to manage it and i don't know that it was organized because you still see people in baseball stands and baseball fields all together right. but they're wearing their masks, masks. yeah well um, they didn't have as much information yeah as we do what was the thing about the aspirin that you read that was so freaky? Oh yeah, I'm this for some. You were first sharing time it all with this, me, Sam. Yeah, so um, <laughs> so they didn't have antibiotics at that time, and one way that they were treating the flu actually wound up being part of the problem. And Bayer had uh, Bayer aspirin, of course, they had the patent on aspirin for many years, and by nineteen, I don't remember the year, fifteen, sixteen, something like that. The patent expires, and what happens when a patent expires on a prescription? Everybody makes it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you have, you, you, aspirin is now widely, freely available. It's not only being produced by Bayer anymore. And before they knew the dosages that you should be giving, they were dosing 30, uh, 30 milligrams a day mm-hmm. to patients. Mm-hmm. And um, I, yeah. think, I think that's the correct number. It, it, that sounds like the correct number. But anyway, yeah, it was either 30 grams or... It was a huge number. It's a lot. And it turns out that that was actually poisoning. Aspirin poisoning was part of the problem, which actually caused the lungs to fill up with fluid. And, and so they realized that and, and, and stopped, you know, it's, it's a shame that that's how some things get learned, that that's too much of a dose of aspirin. And so today, you know, you've got the what, 80 milligram tablets. So they must have been doing, it must have been like, uh, you know. 80 milligram. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, looks like baby um, aspirin. 
a daily dose of aspirin can range anywhere from 75 milligrams, oh. the yeah. amount in an adult low-dose aspirin, to 325. Yeah, okay. okay. Right, okay. So, so this was 30 grams then that they were given. It was just a oh, huge <laughs> amount of uh, of aspirin like, and God, that's that that just that story that yeah. part of it the aspirin part of that story mm-hmm. should make you feel grateful to live in our time yeah not that mistakes are not made in, in medicine of course they can be and will always be there will be mistakes but to yeah. live through that during yeah. that time anytime i even go back and read or watch something where you know they're Whatever they're showing you, somebody who's severely injured or surgery or a bullet gun. It's like, wait, it's not yeah. sterile. Don't do that. Or wait, I can't watch that because yeah. how are you going to do that? Yeah, thank God nowadays we don't have to rely on uh, face masks and social distancing. Okay, now it goes to show <laughs> yeah, you some right. things are fundamental. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, <laughs> fundamentals it's are there for a reason. And they do, and I still believe that face. Wa- I mean, hand washing is number one for all of us. Mm-hmm. It just is more so than antibacterial. Yeah. You got to be clean. Then, if you want to go overboard killing germs, that's fine. But you got to be clean. You can wash away virus if you wash your hands enough. And we also know that a baby aspirin every day supposedly keeps away a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> right? mm-hmm. so we've learned a lot. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.